Um, I spoke earlier to Leanne, who's a resident of Bright. Uh, she put together this change.org petition in response to a proposal of a development there on the road leading into Bright, which she says would cost trees and a lot of trees. Um, this is some of what she said. The developers want a 30-metre wide entrance into their estate. That's the length of a basketball court. The road will be that week. And what, what's the estate, housing estate, is it? Um, uh, yeah, a new housing estate. So, How big's the estate, do you know? Uh, that block's 100 acres. It's got 350 houses maybe going into it. Oh, I don't like that either too much, but I guess you... No, it will destroy the vista there, so that is... And even all the um, services going in under the trees, this whole thing will disrupt that avenue of trees and people that come here just beside themselves, really, like we've talked to hundreds of them. Leanne Boyd, one of the uh, those organising the process, uh, and the sig- signature's now got 6,224 online. The D Group, the developers of the new estate, they've been in touch on the line as the chief executive of D Group. Will D, good morning. Good morning, Neil. How so, are you? I'm OK. So how many trees are going? Yes, we have a design that will lose only one mature elm tree in poor health and two sapling trees which we can move back a bit and relocate. Uh, Vic Roads have, have reviewed that and want a further mature tree lost. And so we're working absolutely every day with council, with the Department of Transport and with our consultants, our arborists and traffic consultants, to minimise. So two trees and two saplings lost? Correct. Can you guarantee that? We can guarantee that, and we've also committed to replace uh, uh, the, the gaps along that beautiful Great Alpine Road with eight-metre mature pin oak and elm trees, which, which is running along that, well, that sorry, highway. Sorry, but you're not replacing the trees you're, talking, you're taking out? Yes, we are. Well, why are you taking them out? We, we need to take them out to allow for the cars to get out, but where there are gaps along that road on the council land, we're going to... We're going to plant mature eight metre high. But you're not re- you're not replacing trees in the spots of the ones you're taking out. No, it's not possible because that's where the road road driving out will be. How many ent- and, and how many entrances and exits are there for the, the, the development? So over the hundred acres, there's three entrances. Two of them are established roads, Tower Hill and Stacky Gully, but both of those require some tree loss as well. So no matter how well, how you get in, there are some trees. So- not of them are. So what's the total tree loss? Well, we haven't done the assessment on the other entrances, but they're existing roads, but they're, they're basically just dirt roads for, for access. Well, well, hang on. We're talking about the number of trees. You said two trees, two saplings. We, in fact, don't know what the all-up number is, don't we? This intersection has been the focus. Yeah, but what's the, we, don't, the we don't know the all-up number of how many of the trees will be re- removed, don't we? Not over the, the three entrances over the next five or six years. No, we don't know the exact number. Well, that's pretty relevant, isn't it? It is relevant, and I'm glad Leanne and that group has brought this to our attention because it's put our focus on this. Well, you mean it, it wasn't... What? It hadn't come to your attention? Yeah, it hadn't come not to your attention. You are going to knock down trees. Not the detailed design of how oh, many losses. Oh, help me. Really? You do, you've done all the designs and everything. You didn't know how many trees were coming down. Well, Neil, it was approved last year in the development plan that were 20 losses yeah. and further infected, further impacted. So we've actually minimised that down to, down to four. Well, hang on, we're at four now. I'm in to go, you said you didn't know how many. 
I, I correct you, sorry. We're talking about the middle intersection. I'm talking about the whole project, the whole entire project, three entrances, exits, and, and exi- including the existing one, how many trees go? We don't know. I don't know. And you haven't turned your mind to it yet? No. When will you? I'm not sure. As I said, it's a stage project, Neil, over six years, and we're focusing on the problem at hand, which is that middle intersection. You can see why locals would be pretty worried about this, though. I mean, you need to surely have the whole project nailed down before you start digging a sod anywhere. Agree. But it's we not. Share that. But, but it's not. Is it? Well, what happens is Vic Roads overlay their standard requirement for safety, ingress and outgress, and, and turning lanes and deceleration lanes. That affects the display when the road comes out. Yeah, okay. So is it Vic Road's fault? Well, they're the authority at the moment because they consider it a, a, as a highway. With respect, as planners, as the people wanting to get this through, I think you need to be able to say to residents, this is exactly what's happening over the life of this project. Okay. And you can't. Anyway, 340 houses, is that right? Yes. Where will the kids go to school? We're, we're, we're proposing a commercial zone in that front corner and we'd like to have childcare, chemists, shops, supermarket. We're aware that there's a, there's a great need for those things. Yep. Um, so that's our proposal. And that's, that's why it's important to have that middle entrance as well. Okay. And um, what about primary school? You won't be building a primary school. How, how big is the local primary school? How many kids in it? I'm not sure. Let's assume in the 340 houses, half of them have got kids, and you're looking at, what, 170-odd kids, are they going to fit into the local school? Probably not, by the the way you put it, Neil. So what happens? I'm not sure. I think some some kids go to to Wangaratta. There's a local school there. Okay. Has anybody shown any interest in building the supermarket within... We have had discussions with, with retail consultants and we're progressing it, but we haven't even got a commercial zone approved yet, so that's why. All right. When, would you, when, would, when would you hope to start work? Uh, next year. So when would the first trees come down? Next year? Yes. And when do you get final approval? We're about to get approval on stage one and two, which are where the display houses. We're building out all these houses, Neil, so they're turnkey built-out homes, landscaped and finished, Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time. Keep in touch if you wish. Is that okay? Thank you, Neil. Absolutely. Dear me. That was Anthony Deeg, Chief, Chief Executive of the Deeg Group, which is doing the development in Bright. Uh, while we were talking, the petition, the number of people joining the petition has gone up significantly. We're now at 6,270. Um, it's on change.org. Oh, look, we're going to have to talk to Vic Rhodes. <laughs> oh... I can see why the people of Bright are a bit edgy about this. We will, maybe it won't be today, we'll talk to Vic Rhodes and others about just what the hell is going on up there. This, and remember, this is one of the most beautiful spots in this country. Those be- you drive into Bright through that avenue of trees and, okay, minimise the number you're going to knock down. If you knock down some, do you really want 350 houses? Oh, dear, mate, there's a lot of questions. Um, we'll pursue it.